0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joes Reborn.com, with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick, not Picard, Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. Hey-oh, yes it is. That was smooth, mate. That was real quick. That was straight off the back of me asking you what it was. Yeah, really? I got it this time. Yeah, it was smooth. Do, do I mess it up every other week. <laughs> every other time's been terrible. Uh no, no, not at all. Um Happy New Year. Oh yeah. That's yeah, that's right. Happy New Year. I know we did a New Year's special, of course, but it wasn't live. And this is the first kind of live show of the new 2024 year and that. How are you? How's it feel? Does twenty twenty four feel better than twenty twenty three yet or what? Or worse? Mm, I, I hope twenty twenty three was not good. Well, I mean, what? how many days are we in? Five? (laughs) Come on, just let's hold it together for a year at least. Um, How's everyone doing in the comments too? Um, Yeah, happy full force New Year, says figure six pack. Hope you enjoyed our New Year's special. That was fun, wasn't it, Pat, chatting with Adam and uh, and, and Paddy? Yeah, the topic turned to O-Ring, so of course I had fun. It's all about O-rings, wasn't it? I don't think we talked about anything else. Um, Adam did spend about an hour talking about Apsara and McLeod, though, which was funny. So, uh yeah, that was good. If you haven't seen it yet, guys, go check them out. Uh, two-parter, uh, our favorite things of 2023 and what to look forward to in 2024. Uh, there's not really much to look forward to. It's not like the brand's doing anything anymore. It's not like there's much out there. Lols um right then we've got some news to talk about this week i guess Uh, and i guess we should talk about it right
1: ah probably we should get there eventually yeah let's do it
0: i should have keyed up the next video in in time and then that way i don't say something that The comics news has really been very positive recently, and that continued with another sneak peek at Duke issue 2, as well as a ton of new and fun variant covers like this one from Ramon Villalobos. This trade dress special from Big Clutch is available for pre-order in the description below and features Stalker and Rock and Roll in their classified gear trying to stop a Duke and Clutch getaway. A Real American Hero 302 also got a reprinting, and we saw this awesome variant cover with art by Danny Earls and colours by Yao Canola of Snake Eyes Infiltration trading cobra hq the new printing will be available on january 31st yay that was funny pat that i cut you off as you were talking again um yes 302 gets a reprint and duke issue 2 gets a sneak peek and we've got lots and lots of new covers to get stuck into um and now i know like pat i know you're not 100 you know you're not like comics reading at the moment. I know that's not like a thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I figured we could still
1: look at the nice pretty pictures that we've got and uh, and talk about those. Yeah, I like to look at pretty pictures. Yeah, no, I, I still appreciate the comics. I just haven't- Of course. I'm too far behind. It's, it's intimidating and I, as far as comics go, I'm still like, I have Transformers that I've been reading and I've not had a lot of time for reading whenever I'm constantly editing things. Uh, it's, yeah, that's, that's the reason why it's not that I don't find these interesting or appealing they, they look great.
0: Yeah. To- no, I, I totally get that uh, big time. Uh, talking Joe, Mark says from big clutch featuring clutch and big clutch and the little soda can great branding. Yeah. We'll get to that cover in a second, Mark, but that is quite funny. I got really confused when I saw that you, that it was called big clutch in like thingy. I didn't realize that was like the site that you could buy it off. I thought it was the title of the cover, like because clutch was in it. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, but no, big clutch is where you can actually purchase that um, that particular cover that's on the right of the screen at the moment. But before we get to that one, we should probably check out um, issue three hundred two. Now, three hundred two has sold out, much as, as like which is what three hundred one did. It sold through, so they did second reprinting, basically, and they're doing it again for three hundred two, which is
1: superbly positive news, is it not? You know it hasn't been it feels like it hasn't been that long since you and I were talking about how well you know GI Joe will get back to being popular and now it's like the hottest toy line and the hottest comic book it's crazy like
0: I think Skybound just do they do it really well like they've been promoting it really well they've been like posting stuff on a daily basis New covers they're always kind of doing and throwing out there. Now, I know that the usually the first issues you can kind of you can kind of the the, the first issues numbers are a little bit skewed, aren't they? Because I mean, for one thing, um, you've got multiple variant covers which they throw at you, like in that first major issue. And 301 had like over 20, I want to say. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. There might have been less than that, but um, let me know in the comments, mate. I know you're watching. But, um, you know, like you've got the multiple covers, so like you've got collectors trying to get all those covers at the same time, so that obviously skews numbers a little bit. And then things like the fact that it's a number one kind of jumping on point. So the fact that we're getting to three oh two and we're still getting reprints, that is really positive. and like not necess- I wouldn't say surprising, but you usually tend to get a big drop off after that first issue, don't yeah. you?
1: yeah, I think that's just to be expected for comics. That's just how things go. people. Uh, try it out with issue number one which is honestly kind of nice that people are um, interested to begin with yeah Uh, but yeah that that is definitely traditionally how comics work it's that there's a drop-off after the first couple issues we'll see how it's going into like issue four and five but I'm getting the feeling it's going to be going strong could you imagine if they have to keep reprinting until like issue five hundred and seventy three or something?
0: That would be crazy, man. Yeah. I'd love that. I'd love to see I'd love to see the comics industry kind of like te- you know bump a little bit as well, you know, because I know it's like I, I think the success success is measured slightly differently now in the comics world. like it the industry's changed dramatically. but I'm just happy to see that G.I. Joe is kind of at the forefront of that
1: yeah uh these seem like people making comics for comics sake a lot of times comics seem to be i don't know in in recent years a a testing ground for other media yeah but these seem to be uh, like gi joe has a a great history within comics and skybound's happy to be having it right now so I, i appreciate this
0: And, you know, again, under the Skybound banner, Mark has mentioned here that Void Rivals has had multiple printings up to issue five, which is absolutely phenomenal. And I will say, though, I've been blown away by that series. I've been really hooked, and I cannot wait till the next issue, like, each time. So they're they're doing something really interesting with that. And, like, it's not – it's funny because I didn't – I thought it was going to be one of those things where, you know how in the past we've had sort of similar crossover scenarios – Where you you kind of, there's another new thing that is related to the same universe, but isn't necessarily something that you have to pick up. And in this case with Void Bibles, I thought, I'm probably not going to be reading that. You know, I might get, I might see the first issue to see what it's like, but, you know, I'm probably not going to be bothering with it. And then I get the first issue, I'm like, oh no, this is, this is awesome. The first issue was crazy good. And it had this tiny little like hint of a Transformer well it was it was it was a major cameo but it was it was it in terms of the issue it was small um, and then you know it's it's been nice that it's in that transformers universe really but it's definitely its own thing and i'm surprised that it's actually doing so well as a brand new ip sort of in this kind of universe but it's, it's really cool um, um I definitely recommend checking that out Pat if you ever get an opportunity because there like I say there are only five issues in, and it's definitely
1: worth looking at is it an ongoing do they plan on keeping that going for a while
0: yeah I think the success of it is definitely putting it in that bracket now but it it is going to be ongoing yeah I believe so uh that's I mean that's what it was it was set out to be a you know I, I suppose they always set out for them to be ongoing uh, depending depending on on the success of them does not it but yeah it's definitely it's but it's really cool and like there's you know straight away there's a twist in it and you're like ooh interesting and yeah there's just it's just really good and like you say transformers cameos left right and center now it's well good you got quintessons hmm. in there you got um obviously you got the 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 main one which we saw the cover for a while back which was jetfire so um yeah really really cool um thank you zartan by the way for the uh for the super chat. You haven't put anything in it, but we really appreciate it anyway. So thank you very much, Zartan, for the super chat. And if you do, if you did want to say something and you couldn't get it in that particular message, just put it, just write it normally and we'll read it out. Don't you worry. But thank you very much. That's very nice of you. Um, Mr. Cheeseburger says, where can you order these? Now this one won't be out until the 31st, Mr. Cheeseburger. Um but you should be able to order that from your local comic store, mycomicshop.com um whatever kind of wherever you get your comics basically um and like i said online mycomicshop.com seems to be like a a good one and then um for the, the variant covers and the difficult to find covers you can find links on our facebook page and twitter of the um kind of like links to like some of these covers and variant covers which we'll talk about in a second on duke but um yeah really cool so hopefully that answers that question for you um uh, Jamie Lynn says, "Pat, now would be a great time to jump onto the comics. At least in the Energon universe, you wouldn't have to kind of go nuts on a real American hero just yet. But Energon universe is, you know, minimal amounts of uh, content so far. He's yeah,
1: it's it's absolutely true. I, I really should. There's, I need to just make a drive to the comic shop, pick up whatever they have, and uh, and get go it. nuts. Yeah,
0: come out twenty grand down." <laughs> Trying to catch up on a hero. Um, Mark says yes, three oh one had twenty ish covers. My goodness. Uh sure. Dinah says Void Rivals is a really intriguing story, and it is absolutely.
1: Sorry, Pat, what were you gonna say, mate? Well, the uh three oh one has added to its variant covers because of all the reprints, right? Correct, yeah. So yeah, there's even more. So it's like twenty and counting. Probably, Probably actually, done. yeah. Well, they'll probably do another one. I wonder if I still wonder—is there a possibility we'll get a page punchers of that? Do you know what? That's a good point because that
0: obviously that is linked, isn't it? And we haven't—we got—we got an official press release that Hasbro brands are going to be done, you know, in, in in kind of more detail with page punches, and they've got like the whole deal and everything. And there was a press release, an official one, following the the kind of like rough potato cam image reveal of the mockups. But um, they didn't really go into detail, I don't think, as to what they were going to do with each particular brand. Uh, but it does kind of hint that they might do G.I. Joe at that larger scale, Pat. Would you think that's something they would bother with, or do you still think they'd be more likely to do the the smaller scale figures? Wait, there's a, a larger scale page punchers? I'm confused. Yeah, the uh, D, they have them like, I want to say, is it seven inches, guys? Let me know in the comments they do like the tiny little three inch jobbers or they or two in the bit inch or whatever size they are they' little anyway and they do a, a page puncher kind of other version that's like a, a much bigger scale figure
1: I don't know I, I saw the DC page punchers on clearance at Walmart this week for three bucks and I just thought well I know if those were GI Joe I'd be buying every single one that I didn't have but yeah uh I, i'll I'll try them out whenever they come out but yeah I I just think that 301 still has possibility for future reprints still I'd be really
0: cool if they did a 301 with Skybound and with page punches and then did like some sort of you know little pack because at the moment I think we've seen what Crimson Guard and Cobra commander is a mock-up and Roblox and Duke I want to say with the other two weren't they
1: I think was it or was it Duke and Snake Eyes was it Roblox was it roblox and snake eyes or Duke and snake eyes? I can stay i remember talking about duke i don't remember who the other character was it with
0: might it. it might be snake eyes guys who's well i've completely forgotten it's been so it's been months ago that that my mind is I as if snake
1: I, eyes and Cobra commander looked like maybe they shared parts
0: maybe that is the case yeah it was definitely crimson garden cobra commander on one side it was definitely um, duke yeah there were mock-ups for sure yeah um, mm-hmm. but anyway yeah, 302, reprinting. Uh, the cover is by Danny Earls, by the way, and uh, the color's by Yao Can- uh, Canola. And it is uh, quite a nice little cover, actually. I, I do like that snake. eyes kind of infiltrating a Cobra HQ there. I like how the, the troopers are kind of wearing, they're almost like a little baggy than normal. You know, like the troopers, you usually tend to see them in like the figure-hugging gear. But I like they've kind of gone a bit baggy on their gear there. Almost as if they're like, you know they're not like the the elite troopers they've just been thrown up there to deal with like the you know the the that egress point and just to just to you know just be on the lookout for snake eyes guys yeah and it also helps if you're looking out the window as
1: well yeah one of you one of you could be looking in another direction well, exactly. i don't think they expect I suppose if he was just gazing out the window, he might get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's too much uh, strictness going on there with their gear anyway. They
0: look so they look hilariously baggy. Um, no one's actually said anything yet as to whether it was... Um, everyone's forgotten who those paid punch and mock-ups were. But anyway, that is another chat for another time for sure. So 302, very excited for that. February, End of February, basically, that should be out Um end of January, sorry, that should be out. Um, and again, you'll have to, like I say, l- go to mycomicshop.com or your local comic book store and get them to order that for you. Right. Um, next, Duke issue two. Now, we've got a couple of, with a couple, we've got about six, I want to say, um, covers to check out here. So the first one on the left-hand side there is by Tom Riley. Who is doing a lot of the kind of main uh i believe for some you know for most a lot of covers he's been doing tom o'reilly actually i think did some classified artwork as well but i can't remember which one it was do you remember which one it was that tom Riley did no no i don't I, remember i'm sure he i'm sure he did but then again i could be getting confused but anyway yeah tom Riley is definitely going to be working on the um on, in fact i think he's doing the main uh artwork as well but that's his cover. Um, and then uh, cover B to the right of that one in the kind of, kind of really like high intensity, I don't know, like a cool, I've never really seen a cover like that before where they're driving in that kind of position. It's kind of, I really am digging it. And that is uh, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz. Uh, what do you think of these covers first, Pat, before we move on?
1: You know, anytime there are variant covers, I can't help but think about which one that I would, which would one you'd get. default to yeah and i almost want to default to like the main cover but anymore i'm not really sure that there is a such such a thing always is there um because these are just like the the these are both for general shops it's not like one of them is an exclusive there- yeah the one on the I believe
0: they're all just like cover was it like a b c d etc cetera, etc cetera. so they're not like um yeah they're going to be ones that you can like the 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 comic store a lot of the times can sometimes pick and choose but for the most part they'll just get one of those covers and then then you get the variant exclusives and the and the the variants the what they call the um store exclusives the con exclusives the yeah. or, all that kind of stuff the trade
1: dress exclusives cool. I'm kind of gravitating toward the B cover myself.
0: Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's really cool. And, like, you know, again, like dynamic as hell. And yeah, that's a a beauty. I do like that one.
1: And that's Um, not a knock on the other one because I like the other one. And honestly, I'd feel a little bit like I missed out on those having uh, images of those other characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's kind of like beefy, like, yeah, dudes holding him hostage kind of thing. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Both of those are really good, actually. Uh, The the absolute bang is those two. Um, Tom Riley. Sorry, uh, Mark, I was confused. I don't think he has done classified art. Um, I think there's another Riley, possibly. I think that's what I'm getting confused with. But um, he's definitely doing main art in the book as well, and and it's really good. So Duke is great, man. Like, the sneak peek of this issue, um, you can check it out on our Facebook page. There's a little video of it from the Skybound that we've um, shared. It, It looks so good. And Clutch is going to be involved. And uh, obviously, Stalker and Rock and Roll are going to be involved. We're going to see them in a second on covers. It looks awesome. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. Um, And then we've got these. Now, these two, uh, Mark, you can obviously correct me when I'm wrong on these ones. But I believe um, the one on the left is a 110 copy incentive. And that is by Tyler Boss and Jason Wordy. And I believe this one's going to be a connecting cover so it probably will connect with issue three of a similar issue that'll um a similar similar cover um and correct me if I'm wrong on that one mark please but I think that's the case um and that yeah that's kind of like the one on the left there that looks like they're at a they look like they're at a junkyard but they're doing some sort of like you know rally kind of thing and those sort of like uh what they call those kind of crash rally things.
1: You're thinking of a demolition derby, but that's, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what it looks like. Uh, maybe, maybe demolition derbies. You <coughs> usually look a little more like chaos, and this looks like there's a track. Oh, okay. I see so what you it mean. It looks like a, more of a race. A demolition derby is let's let's all wreck just wreck each other, but. There are definitely
0: races where they do smash into each other, and I thought that was called Well, the They, they start
1: off kind of going
0: in a circle, but then it just goes crazy. <laughs> That's what this is. That's what, this is just the start of that Demolition Derby part. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, uh, it's an interesting one. I, obviously, it's going to make some sense, I would imagine, to the actual storyline. But the only thing I would say about it is that it's a little bit far removed from our characters. So it's hard to really see it as a G.I. Joe cover. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Uh, it doesn't call out G.I. Joe to me, but I mean, that's most definitely story related. I'm kind of okay that some of this stuff is not trying to be as. Uh, uh, Broadly or iconically, yeah. GI Joe is possible. Like if it if it actually is showing some character to the book inside, I'm good with that.
0: Ryan Costello's made a good point here, and I was just about to say that, Mark, uh, Ryan. I'll get back to that comment in a second. But Mark says the connecting cover is across all five issues. He has posted on social media the one and two combined. Wicked. Thanks, Mark. I have not seen that. I will definitely have to check that out. Oh um, I'll, yeah, I'll have a look after the show and probably repost that later. Uh, but thanks very much, dude. I do appreciate the the uh, the help with the comic stuff because obviously the details just pass me by sometimes. Um, Zartan, you didn't have to do another one, mate, but we very much appreciate it. Thank you very much for the for the um, super chat. Pat, make time for Duke number one. I never thought I would be interested in Duke, but the first issue is starting. Good story in a new universe. You honestly, dude. Thank you so much for the for the super chat.
1: Really appreciate it. I know that I can't make it out to the comic store on Sunday well you know what maybe I I wonder if I have time for that tomorrow I might be able to fit it in I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can Pat he's we've
0: won him over guys he's been won over to the dark side um Ryan this is the this is a great comment here anyone else get mask hurricane vibes from Duke's ride absolutely that's what i was thinking ryan when i first saw this this cover i thought i wonder if that's a little call out uh you know like especially the color um to hurricane i know obviously the, the little teeth might be a little you know a, a nice audition but it's that kind of tealy green with the flames i really uh get hurricane vibes
1: well maybe later on whenever uh duke establishes tiger force he'll remember his car yeah, with teeth on it. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: It's Tiger Force. It's Mask. It's probably Transformers related. Oh, there
1: was a hurricane. Well,
0: there yeah, there was a there hurricane was. homage, wasn't there? Recently, in I say
1: recently, um, two, maybe three like years ago. Three years ago, yeah, maybe the mini- more even. Yeah, mini- Micromaster. Yep, in the gift set from Amazon, I think.
0: Yeah, it was um, Hurricane and oh God, what's um. What's Calhoun Burns' ride called? The
1: orange one, basically. Calhoun B- Burns is in the black one. Oh
0: yeah, who was in the who was in the orange? Maybe I'm thinking of the bad guys. Because wasn't there an orange car that they they did in that mini cons, which would have been the, it would have been the um, oh god, what was that bloody called? Gar- Bruno oh. Shepard's car. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. Yeah, Massive I'm embarrassing fake. myself.
1: Because Big I, time. I, Massive fake for mask fan. I love mask. Yeah, ma- mask stuff. I always forget the names. Stinger. Of the Stinger. The name of his vehicle? Yeah, orange. thank you, Leon. Stinger
0: was the orange one, and I think that was in the Micromasters mm-hmm. set. I think that's what they were homaging, because was, there was a number of them, but I think two of them were call-outs to the mask right vehicles.
1: Yeah. Thank, thank yeah, you, yeah. Leon. I think it was Stinger. Anyway, um... I don't know why. I've always had a mental block on the names of Mask vehicles. I just have. I don't know why. Do, do you know what? There are too many code words and
0: names in Mask. Like, what's even funnier is they had code names that were hardly ever utilized either. So it's right. like it's yeah. like their their helmet code name, their name, their name code name, and their vehicle code name. It's like how many code names do you need guys like like their watch has a code name their clothing has a code name (laughs) it's ridiculous yeah Yeah, uh, warriors
1: was like that as well
0: it was on it it's like it gets to the point where it's like there's too many things to remember here um rachel says a big picture of stalker mislabeled as duke is kind of funny and (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's a brilliant comment it's a good, I love that cover though. Stalker looks really good there, I think.
1: He does, yeah. And I, I think that this is kind of fits with um somebody that's a character collector as well. Like if you're collecting a specific character. It is nice to just get uh, this, but, you know, it's kind of opposite of what was offered on the other side, which it's, you know, just this uh general good GI Joe cover that doesn't necessarily have to pertain to what's inside. Yeah, big time, big time.
0: And then, of course, we have these two, which uh, I believe I've got to make sure I remember who's, who did who, who did what on this one. Um, oh, I didn't say, sorry, I missed one out. Uh, if we go back, that one of Stalker is by, um, hang on, bear with me two seconds while I go back. The one of Stalker is by Ako, I believe it's pronounced, or Aco, And that is a 125 copy incentive. Uh, so that is by Aco. And then finally, we've got these two um, issues, which uh, these two here, which are by uh, Nick Dragota on the left. And the one on the right is the Ramon Villalobos one, which is actually, you can the, the link to that is in the description below. You can actually pre-order that one. It is 1999, by the way. It's the big clutch um, kind of like trade dress, I believe they call it. And that's the one with Stalker and rock and roll on top of some sort of vehicle that Duke and Clutch are kind of escaping in. So if you haven't been reading the um, the Duke c- comic, uh, it's not like a massive spoiler, but he's sort of kind of not he's not completely rogue, but he is sort of on the run a little bit. And Stalker and rock and roll are, are going to kind of like trying to find him, basically. So um, without giving too much away, (laughs) that's why we're seeing these kind of covers. Um, What do you think of these, Pat? We'll start with, obviously, the one on the left, which is the uh, Dragota one, I believe, uh, Nick Dragota.
1: I like the lighting that they're getting from their weapons. Yeah. It's a good cover. Uh, It definitely gives me the sense that they're in that same area. Oh, yeah. demolition Derby or whatever it was that we were talking about a second ago. Uh, So, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I also... I mean, we've we mentioned it, I think, last week. The use of the classified series designs for the characters is good. Hell yeah! And speaks to how those designs actually work pretty well for those characters, because you could just use them, and they're going to be instantly recognizable, but also kind of new. And I, I yeah. like the fact that those are being used in the Duke comic, um, because it feels like that's you know the 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 other one, the real American hero. Feels like it's the one that should be a little more, uh, concept designs, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But Duke, I, I'd even like to see maybe some of the wilder, like maybe not as the default appearance of everybody, but maybe some of the crazier classified designs occasionally pop up.
0: It'd be cool to see, like in a Real American Hero, to see like character like Shadow Tracker, for example, not necessarily in his classified design, but maybe in right. his Pursuit of Cobra design in a Real American Hero, so that you can get that character finally in the, you know, uh, on the on the uh, pages kind of thing. And then, like yeah, like you say, Duke in the Energon universe, you could see Shadow Tracker in his classified gear. I think that would be really cool to do that separation, uh, honestly. Just just because it gives you more you know it's like a a, a smorgasbord (laughs) of uh of GI Joe things to kind of to choose from and kind of like covers a lot of different people's you know aesthetic preferences um but yeah um rock and roll looks like he's seen some things says Leon yeah that that one on the left they are like intense on that uh on that cover I like how it's. There's definitely a more comical vibe on the Ramon Villalobos um, issue, where they're kind of like, you know, I mean, <laughs> how is rock and roll even in that position? Is what I want to know. How has he managed to stay calm, cool, and in in a kneeling, comfortable position, not using his hands while yeah.
1: that car is in in mid air? Yeah. Um, it definitely seems like it's a style choice. There's not yeah. like a a dramatic sense of motion on this cover uh even duke looks like he could just be kind of falling out of the car yeah and just... it's a little weird that probably the cars should be showing you know forward motion while the door of it is not uh yeah kind of being bent backward to to demonstrate that it's kind of going forward as well which isn't usually how comics uh portray motion if you zoom out if you zoom out it's just crash
0: landed on like a pile of crap and that's why rock and roll is sitting there comfortably (laughs) no i'm not i don't mean in real life i mean if you were to zoom out you can't zoom out i'm talking i'm talking metaphorically pat like if you I'm, I'm, i'm jokingly saying if you zoom out you would see that the car is stuck on a pile of of crap rather than like um you know actually in midair uh because that would make
1: us tripped is that yeah what <laughs> yeah
0: and stalk has just fallen over while he's trying to get to them um yeah it's interesting it's interesting i want to see i'd like to see what that story is all about and if that kind of does play out in the actual comic a little bit maybe we can get a bit more uh you know what's the word context for that one but that is that is hilarious
1: uh Diana says maybe the car is reversing question mark could be yeah I just don't know what's going on with the back end of the car or even how much of a back end there is to this car because if it's like the GI Joe hammer or something like that there's a whole lot back there yeah so maybe it is just resting on something and this is just the very end of it that we're looking at
0: (laughs) I'd laugh if it is just on the part of the
1: glass is just dropping straight down yeah which isn't giving me the sense that it's going forward
0: no, it's, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. And I don't, yeah, I'd like to know more about it, honestly. But yeah, that is uh, that is hilarious.
1: And then that um, is just kind of looping around, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's a snake.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. Um, amazing. Anyway, yes, link, like I said, link is in the description um, for that particular comic cover, which you can pre-order right now. Uh, for nineteen ninety nine at Big Clutch, that's one on the right hand side. Um, I can't remember if there's any more on this uh, particular story, Pat. Is that are we done now? That's I it. think that's yeah, everything. That, thank thank
1: you. you. That's why you're here. You Just let me you know you let where... me off as in the middle of me talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did so, it this time. It's so true. Uh, if I was if I was any good at that, I'd have done it. Super 7 started shipping their third wave of G.I. Joe Ultimates late last week. The wave features Scarlet, Doc, Storm Shadow and the Cobra Trooper, and should start showing up in mailboxes very soon. As well as that news, a number of new listings were found courtesy of Darren Marshall in the Target internal system, including a Fatal Fluffy listing which we currently don't know if it's Reaction or O-Ring yet, and two listings under the titles Joe Master and Cobra Master. Again, either Reaction or O-Ring. Hopefully we will get more information soon, but let the spec Begin. Yes. So let's start with Ultimates Wave Three. Now, oh no, no, let will start with the listings first because I'm an idiot and I don't remember what I put first. Start with the listings first, then Pat, your favorite thing ever. Uh, although we are getting a bit more information, it's not like we're getting code words on this one necessarily. Um, but what we what we unfortunately are not aware of is whether these are O-ring or reaction. Uh, there could be a mixture of both. It could be just one. It could just be all O-ring. It could just be all Reaction. Um, but what do you think about a Fatal Fluffy in either of those particular areas?
1: Good question. Um, <laughs> I almost think a Fatal Fluffy done in the Vintage style would be maybe something like the Mega Monsters. I have know? to
0: agree. Have to agree wholeheartedly on that one yet
1: yeah but to get it to look like a fatal fluffy that's immediately recognizable it's also going to be very animated looking yeah and so maybe the best way to get this out and for it to sell is to just make it be a reaction figure but that's true yeah but I don't know I could also see it being a little bit um a little bit uh better than that and Maybe I wonder how it would compare to the size of Raymar. That's a good point, isn't it?
0: Because, like, we don't know what Raymar's going to look like, but we've got an idea that he's probably just going to be a larger, on the larger scale O ring sort of vibe with like the O ring rivets and so on and so forth. Yeah. But with the Fatal Fluffy, would it, yeah, would it be like if they did an O ring one like Raymar, would it be the same? kind of size the same kind of structural design that's a good point like i I think uh, on the lines of your like thinking about reaction i think you could get away with a fatal fluffy being in reaction and being able to be utilized with both sets of of figures sort of do you know what i mean i think you're right on Mm -hmm. that one i think it works for both there's no reason to do a fatal fluffy in the reaction and in the o-ring line um And and I don't think it really makes sense for the Fatal Fluffy to be done as an O-ring construction, um, unless it is, like you say, like a Mega Monster, where it's sort of like a different thing completely. But it's in that universe, shall we say, I guess. Toy universe, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. um, I kind of wonder if we'll get any of the smaller Fatal Fluffies as well. Like, that would be cool if... um maybe they included some as accessories for some of the G.I. Joes. Like little animal companions, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I wouldn't expect those to be animated. So maybe if you had a couple of different expressions and maybe one came with a large Fatal Fluffy and one came with, uh, you know, Buzzer or... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Buzzer, Ripper, Torch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that there's a lot that could be done with Fatal Fluffies but yeah. uh but just hasn't and I, I don't know we're, it's not like we have a price on this right uh no we don't have a
0: price on the Fatal Fluffy but uh we do have I, I suppose the, the next ones to kind of chat about are the uh the Masters which is effectively a all-encompassing term for a line of figures uh, in a sense so JoJo Super 7 Joe Master would just be the description of uh the wave of the gi joe related figures of either reaction or o-ring uh, at 2049 each and the same goes for the cobra master it's a master listing i guess is what you describe it as that just uh you know is is uh talking is, is effectively a price point more than an actual listing if that makes sense as well so um effectively we're looking either there pat at uh reaction or o-ring pricing uh 20, 2049 is that something that makes you happy if it was to be
1: o-ring yeah I mean that's that's uh them delivering what was kind of expected I don't know if there were master listings for the for the reaction line but man if you ever scan them or buy some reaction figures from Target they're all kind of all over the place and I think that it's just because of when that particular wave shipped yeah and then there are remnants of of several waves but it's like you'll scan them in and one will be 17 one will be 19 one will be 2049 they don't make a lot of sense and so I wonder if they're just trying to have this master listing so they they can kind of control that price a little bit better because I don't know if they had that in there before Do you think...
0: I I, I don't think the Fatal Fluffy... I I think we're pretty certain that it is either reaction or um, O-ring based on how it was scanned and where it was found um, and like through the process that it was found uh, on the internal system. Um, But I was just thinking how interesting it would be to make a super cyborg Fatal Fluffy. Um, But I don't know how... It would. It could be pretty gross because if you took like the panel off it, you'd be looking inside it, which would be kind of messed up. But yeah, they, not robotic. Haven't done it for. The, have they done it for like Godzilla and stuff? I know they've done like a robot God, a mecha Godzilla, I think, but I'm not sure if they did a super cyborg one.
1: I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question.
0: So I guess the other, the other thing. It, well, the other thing it isn't we know for sure is an ultimate, right. um, Which again would be pretty big wouldn't it they'd have to probably make that one quite large
1: yeah even if it was the same scale the same size as the ultimates i feel like that would be a little bit big to feel like that'd be obviously too small to go with the ultimates
0: too big for yeah yeah
1: three and three quarter
0: yeah Yeah. because they're about like eight or eight or nine feet tall i think when they're in the cartoon because you've got like dusty and mutt who are like you know what you know in in the region of about six foot something maybe six foot and then you you've got the the fatal fluffies that's like whipping them and they're about they're a good like say two feet
1: taller so yeah Yeah. probably about eight feet to scale yeah uh so do you think that if do you think there's a possibility it's like on the same buck or the same scale as Raymar do you think that's a possibility
0: uh if
1: if it was o-ring I think so if it was
0: reaction they could they're kind of free to do what they want with reaction in terms of mold aren't they because it's a lot easier to kind of you know to kind of construct it's just a little bigger i suppose
1: there's also just the possibility that this is meant to go with either o-ring or reaction absolutely and maybe it's just a an articulated figure that will have A a bit more articulation anyway absolutely you know what would be really cool if it was reaction if it was done up like the wampa Oh, nice, nice, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to see. So, I'd like to. What would well, the arm come off? Uh, I'd like. <laughs> I'd like to see them. Um, if they like, I I always thought, I always expected, if they did fatal fluffies, for it to be in like a set, you know, where you could get multiples of the little ones, multiples of the big ones, where they've done like the reaction sets with the pyramid of darkness. Uh, you know the Terracotta Warriors and the Skeleton Glow Glow in the Dark Skeleton guys. That would make sense to me, like as a as a set, and I think people would be like all over it. Even if it was reaction, because then again, like I, I think what I think what you're saying is that yes, it's going to work. The small ones and the big ones will work with whatever you have, because they will be a different technically, a, just like you say, an articulated figure mm-hmm. or a little, just like a little cute animal companion. So. I don't know it would be it would help if we had a price point, but then would it? because then we'd be going, I don't know, this is reaction or o-ring pricing. <laughs> not, right not a clue. um but yeah, uh yeah, i I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see on this one and unfortunately, but anyway, only on the full force where we can talk about fatal fluffy for twenty minutes, says Luke. yeah, not just that, but what is it forty minutes in. <laughs> oh my god are you serious
1: How <laughs> yes. much time left
0: we we have to, we do have to do a hard stop at two so i'm going to move move through uh this a little bit uh quicker uh do we have anything else in there oh yeah we've got ultimates haven't we no we haven't ultimates wave three is shipping guys uh go um be excited for that um that's all i think we need to really talk about that. i don't think That'd they've started good, showing right? up yet I really don't think they've started showing up because I know they've started shipping, but I don't think they've actually landed anywhere. I anymore. ordered them, but I don't remember from where, so I'll find out. Uh, I know Justin got his uh, shipping notification two days ago, I think, so that's awesome. Anyway, that's Super 7. We'll have more information about that very soon, hopefully, uh, but we're going to quickly move on to Classified and try and speed up a little bit the cloud. Not only were there Super 7 listings in that target system, but we also had a number of known and still unknown classified series listings show up as well. They included Retro Recondo, Retro Scarlet, Retro Beachhead, Retro Snow Serpent, Retro Duke, Retro Azrael, who we still don't know, and Retro Casey, who we know to be Cobra Commander, but the standout was actually the fact that they had both the Retro Cobra Eel and Retro Oki as separate figures. Now on previous episodes we had assumed that Oki was the eel as we hadn't had a listing for the Cobra Eel despite knowing he was coming, thanks to a Hasbro name-only reveal. This means we can expect another figure in that Oki listing's place. We are aware of one more figure in the line plan for Retro, but we have to wait until they are name-dropped on a Hasbro event or officially revealed before we can make them known. Either way, we don't know for sure if they are Oki okay anyway, but I'm sure we will find out soon. That's the only spreadsheet update, but it should also be known that Target have added the 60th Action Soldier, Action Sailor, and one of the other unknown listings, Ready DLX, which we know to be another 60th edition. No sign of the second rough figure in that wave, but I'm sure they will show up sooner rather than later. As well as a few listings, we also had Lenny posting more of his input designs for Scrap Iron and his drone the Trouble Bubble, and the Baroness. Keep them coming, Lenny. Yes, indeed. Um, that was the longest video ever as well, wasn't it, Pat? So yeah. we have listings. Now, the main things to kind of get from this, we've already discussed a lot of these listings. They're not new to uh, us or the fandom necessarily. They're just new to the target system. But the retro oki the fact that there's a retro oki on there, which we thought was going to be the, the eel based on, uh, you know, I suppose... Uh, you know, just by process of elimination is the term I'm looking yeah. for. Um, It turns out that there is another character that we know is coming. We can't say anything yet, but it will be, I suppose they'll either name announce it or reveal it officially at some point soon. Um, so once that's done, we can then attach that to the, the, the rogue Oki um, listing, because I say that because the eel has shown up as a separate listing uh, there you go. So that's really the information on that one. And as I said before, Recondo, Scarlet, Beachhead. We know all of these ones. Uh what's interesting actually is that Beachhead does have an internal code word. And where it looks like they have used them for some of them, like Azrael, for example, who we still don't know who that is. Um like Duke was was only known as I think actually, no, Duke had a Duke was Papa. So it's interesting they haven't used his internal code word there. Um and what were the other ones? Ricondo was Gargamel. Scarlet was Smurfette. Uh, Beachhead was Brainy. So they do. Some of them do have multiples. That they'll have a listing with their actual code word, and they'll have a listing with their actual code name, which is real fun for you in it, Pat. That really gets you your going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it, may, it seems like they really want me to buy these. That's why they're actually giving them their real names. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's 5075. And since these others are not 5075, that means that Aki is not one of the other listings.
0: Yeah, that's correct. So they're, they've they got different numbers as well. So that, yeah, that's what, yeah. 087265075. And if you look at the eel, 087263291. So they're definitely different listings. Um, that means that Oki will be a, a different figure. Oki and Azrael at the moment are unknown to... uh Well, Azrael is unknown to us, but we know who... Well, again, process of elimination, we'll probably know who Oki is. Uh, but we can't reveal that until Hasbro do, so we will have to wait. Now, we also know that Retro Casey is Cobra Commander. That has been confirmed. Um, And the recon diver, infantry soldier... And what's interesting is Ready DLX down at the bottom there. Now you might have been um, easily confused to think that was just a standard deluxe figure, but no, it just relates to the 60th anniversary being a deluxe price point. Uh, and Rough and Ready are the other two that we've revealed as code words, but we uh, don't know the actual uh, what they are actually are at the moment. So uh, it's in- sorry, mate. Go on.
1: But you're saying they're 60th.
0: Yes, ready. It, that ready DLX is a sixtieth release, the same as infantry soldier and recon diver. Okay, above it, um, even though it's slightly worded differently and has the DLX in there, because it doesn't usually have DLX, it will usually say sixty ready or sixty hmm. rough, and so on and so forth. So it's interesting that even the code words get changed for for retailers. It, it's hella confusing, is it not? Very confusing. Yes. It makes you want to just stop collecting things altogether. So there's the there's the confirmation that the eel and oki are two completely different things. And I use that image just for, as a joke. We're not getting a classified Oki figure, all right? For the last time, people, stop asking me that question. Um, I'm kidding. No one has asked me that question. Um, what the hell? I think that's it. everything. What else do we need to talk about? Was there parents? anything else? Oh, yeah, of course. We've got the inputs, haven't we? Sorry, we're kind of in a rush now. This is this is always the way. Um, yes, we've got some amazing inputs by Lenny. Now, Lenny has been posting these recently, and I'm really happy he's doing this because it's kind of going, it's kind of taking us back a little bit in time and seeing some older stuff and
1: seeing some kind of like semi recent stuff as well. But what what are you th- what are your thoughts on these, Pat? You know, I I just wish that we had more of this stuff. I love seeing the behind the scenes stuff of GI Joe, and I realize that there are some complications to posting this stuff whenever it is it is new yeah because you can build expectations you can also build confusion that's true uh but to go back and make sure that we are getting the stuff from the past I think shows a lot of care for the work as well as uh just an appreciation for us as fans and I I'm you know I'm hoping to see more stuff I would love to see Some of the ideas that didn't make it, because if there's something now in an idea that didn't make it from the past, maybe a fan reaction could inform them for a future release.
0: Yeah, big time.
1: Necessarily want that mingled in around the sale of it right away. But at this point, that would be, in my opinion, a, a benefit to them as a company. So I say bring on more of these. I'd like to see them more regularly. I love it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I kind of like this one as well because he he has like a little reference there of scales uh, added to the texture of, uh, you know, her actual kind of costume and everything, which is really cool. Uh, And he actually does have a little thing to, to kind of a little, you know, a bit of a blurb to go with it. He said, everyone seems to be enjoying the design input posts, so I went and dug up the Baroness input. I think I did this one like five years ago, maybe even more. Needless to say, she was an honor to bring into the classified line. With her design, my goal was to texture changes, hence the scale pattern on her catsuit. Not only does it add texture, I imagine that it sort of acts like Kevlar or bulletproofing. She is also a fashionista, so she is tactical with style speaking of high fashion that is where the idea for the snake details come into play i wanted her gear to feel personalized and expensive hence the snake details on the glasses and shoulder pads again a huge thank you to everyone for supporting the brand over the years thank you hashtag tastic um pat it's it is nice isn't it when a designer goes into the kind of details that like that lenny does here um in terms of what they're not just they're not just knocking something up and putting it out there a lot of thought has gone into each little detail that has been added to the figure.
1: Yeah. Uh, whenever I look at some of the vintage figures, it's like, well, there's a gizmo on his left leg. What is that? And you know that they had something in mind whenever they were creating that. And a lot of that, I think, is just lost to memory or lost yeah. to time. And it'd be, I've often wanted like a, a, a visual dictionary, like those DK books, where they call out each item. Uh, and... If you can get that on on the current line in any in any fashion, I think this is good for just being able to look back at things and, and see what they were about. Because uh, you know we're collecting these as ourselves, but undoubtedly there are some kids that right now this is their GI Joe, and I think that maybe they'll have a, a greater appreciation for it later on. And and we'll be coming across stuff like this
0: when they set up their own podcasts and talk about yeah. all this stuff.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome?
0: And then they like, referencing our crap uh, weeklies where we're, like, stumbling oh. all over the place, right? That'd be funny as hell, actually. Yeah, bring it on. Um, anyway, future people. Um, next up, we have the Trouble Booble. Um, it's nice to see this one, actually. Um, but, again, it's it's, I mean, it's very, very close to the original design. But I must admit, in hand, I love this vehicle so much. It's so, so much fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one is nice to see. Uh, but I, I like this one. I, I did end up buying it just because it was too tempting. I didn't really want to get into classified vehicles so heavily, to be honest. Uh, but <laughs> how's the, that I, going for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's them already.
0: Don't buy a his tank and
1: and say you're not going to get into the vehicles. Enough. Well, there's no way I wasn't buying the his tank. I buy the his it. tank at almost any scale.
0: That's amazing, man. Like I can't. That's so funny, though. It's so true um adam's the same he was saying like i can't get ve—I i don't get vehicles for the four inch line let alone for the six inch line and there he is with a yeah. his tank and uh amazing amazing stuff um i do love the the seat belt they added to this one um and there's again there's a lot more of intricate details that you really are going to see more on the actual vehicle in hand than you are from the, this input because it's a little bit of a distance away on this one but still really cool um anyway lenny said here is another non-figure input, this time for the Cobra Flight Pod, aka the Trouble Bubble. This extremely iconic vehicle was a blast to work on and bring to life in 112 scale. It was super fun to add all sorts of flight gauges and gobbledygook to the cockpit. I was thinking that before they took off, they would set all sorts of parameters as well as coordinates, then take off into the big blue. I also felt this thing needed a nice seat and seatbelt. One detail you will notice that is different from the final release Oh, interesting, I didn't read this all the way, is the blaster laser cannon on the bottom. In my initial input above, it was well boring, so during the sculpt phase, I redrew it. I'll have to dig up those drawings and share them at another time. When we rethink details at that phase, the drawings can be rough and quick, so it's probably floating in my computer without a file name. cat o I have to read the entire thing i didn't even notice so yeah it is yeah he's definitely done way more with that gun on the final i didn't even notice that part, but the gun on the bottom is way more detailed on the actual vehicle nice that's great awesome uh finally well not finally there are a couple of things here we've got scrap iron um again nice little figure input here uh good shots of the of the kind of like the head as well uh so you kind of you get the idea of what he wanted to do with this particular design um and again it looks like the they went into a bit more detail probably in in the actual sculpt
1: phase a little bit um yeah I can believe that I haven't actually compared these to the actual figures no, I haven't. But it does look
0: like there might be a little bit more going on on the actual figure, but he might even say here. Uh, scrap iron. He was a super fun one to design, especially his head. As you can see in the input, my first intention was as to only go with some scars, nicks and scratches. Yeah, there you go. Uh, then during the sculpt process, I felt we needed to push it. That's where the idea popped up to burn the entirety of the one side of his face. He is a weapons designer after all, and since he works for Cobra, was bound to get hurt in the process. I also love when designs are layered, so with this helmet on, he looks awesome and menacing, but when you take it off, reveals the burnt face and starts to reveal his story a bit. Also, Corey Cantaloupe did an amazing job working out the burns and damage to his eye that comes
1: across so real. Brilliant stuff. And a nice yeah, shout-out you know- for Corey there, too. Yeah, people tend to think that, th- that that was new to this figure. I've seen people post that several times, and it's like, no, this wasn't new. It was on the 25th version, and if you yeah. look closely, it's on the original figure as well. He has scars just kind of sticking out below one side of his face.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, he's definitely... I mean, that the, the 25th one... Um had a removable helmet as well, didn't it? And it had like had, scars. Had a removable
1: visor, just the visor was really the
0: Visor, yeah. But you could see yeah. like the face was pretty prominent, wasn't it? There were a lot of scars on there too. Yeah. Um yeah. I think I definitely I like the idea of doing this full on burn though, like kind of really going all out with it and creating something that's like you know like we got the kind of cesspool scar, which is really cool. I love yeah. that cesspool scar, especially on the modern four-inch figure. Um but to have something that's a little bit more Specific to this character, rather than just like a because how many scars have we got in the classified series? I think everyone's got. Them. Timber's got it. Duke's got one. Flint's got. I think Lady J yeah, might have one. It was. was
1: getting it was getting to be a, a bit excessive, to be honest.
0: So it's yeah, it's nice that we can kind of differentiate Scrap Iron a bit from that with a bit more gore on the on his head. which was really cool. Anyway, then we've got the drone, which is crazy. I still can't believe they went with this and, and did all of this intricate stuff with it because again he says in the comments here in the comments in the blurb um from the start I knew we had to do something with the tripod design from the original although the tripod was a good mount for the rocket launches I felt this thing needed to be more mobile it also needed a more meaty base for when the Rockets blast off my first thought was to make the tripod into legs like a walker but I felt that was a little too sci-fi for this release Treads, however, felt just right. It gives the anti-armoured drone a rugged look and insinuates that it can go over most terrains. Also, the coupling between the treads and the rocket launcher body provided the opportunity for us to add a ball joint, allowing for some articulation. This was a fun one to design. Huge thank you to everyone who supports the brand and enjoys our work. Um, it, it's, it's interesting they went through that thought process, actually, because I would have just... I, I think in my head... I would have gone with a tripod that moved like legs. And I, I like his thought process was like, you know, oh, that's a little bit too sci-fi. This is kind of grounds it a little bit more and that feels a little, probably does actually feel a little bit more like classified, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, the, the, the 25th one went with it being uh, able to double as a backpack or to fit on the, the legs.
0: <laughs> light.
1: <laughs> well, it <sighs> is a little odd that, you know, the scrap iron has to carry his or has to have his drive around, but then Metalhead just gets to kind of wear a whole bunch of them. You know, it definitely <laughs> is a, a, a sign of how things changed. Uh but uh, they
0: should you know what they should have done? They should have made Metalhead a transformer, and he could have been uh scrap iron's um micromaster or whatever it would be, you know, you transform into his weapon basically, and then I don't know what him.
1: you're talking about. Scrap okay.
0: Iron has uh, Metalhead transforms into Scrap Iron's drone, and then transforms oh, into Metalhead, okay. and he's okay. got all the I gear. See what you're
1: saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I just
0: sure, why not? I didn't explain it correctly. Um, also, it was tongue in cheek because I really don't expect Metalhead to, to transform. Uh, transform, despite the name. Despite the name. Well, there could uh, be
1: a transformer that transforms into this thing at this point. I mean, that almost that almost makes sense in the crossover world.
0: Hell yeah. And it, we are talking energon and also dark energon and stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, Pat, we've made it with a minute to go for shout outs. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Pat was like, at the, I'm, I'm telling everyone. Pat was like at the beginning, he's like, because you have to finish early, you should definitely aim for one for, like 45 minutes. And I've not aimed for that at all, have I? I've missed that completely. Anyway, that's all our classified updates. Let's get into shout outs, boo. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organizing it and of course showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Yo. Okay. Before we get into that, uh, a couple of things I want to say. Um, there was a, we there was an issue with hoarder recently. Someone, a couple of people, messaged to say they couldn't log. They not log in. They couldn't uh, act. They could find it on the app store. Uh, it's back up. There was just a little. It, there was some sort of issue that we both we all missed in the development team. And it just, um, yeah, it's all sorted now, though. Um, so if you were having issues, it will be, it'll be fine now. Now, the other thing I want to say is that Tap has uh, shut up again. Do you remember Tap, Pat? He's your mirror universe. That's right. Nice. Yeah, I remember that. He's back. Pat. Hey, Tap. Um, he's back in Pog form. Did they share the designs for the portable automatic toilet, the Pat? They haven't done that yet, have they, Pat?
1: No, I don't think they have. Yeah, Lenny, I'll have to show those next week.
0: I will say as well, this is not me trolling Pat. I have no idea who this is. It's brilliant, uh, and also thank you very much for the super chat tap. Super chat tap. Yeah, that was right. They're the right words. I said it correctly. It just didn't sound right in my head. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'm sure Pat appreciates seeing his nemesis
1: on it's, screen. Like I said, it's the Garth Knight uh, version of of, of me. <laughs>
0: Amazing! Right, shout outs, buddy. Who are you shouting out? I think it's uh, shout out
1: as always to Philip, my hey. uh, partner on articulated points, and his record-setting uh, X-Men video. If you haven't watched that, check it out. Um, he does detail a a playset that they just kind of sneaked out over a number of years.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Go check it out, guys. How many? How many views is up to now? Oh, like. 4,500 at least. Dude, killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, good work on that one, Phil. And uh, yeah, go check out Articulated Points uh, in immediately. Don't even finish watching this episode. Just go down to the links in the well, description we be below. done by two, so. Yeah, that's true. I'm two minutes late. Uh, we're not doing too bad. We're not doing too bad. This is good. I'm still happy with, uh, with the progress that we've made today. Um, right shout outs to Kate my lovely wife and of course Phoebs uh, who's not in shot she's in that yard that we're standing in but she was probably doing a poo at that moment in time anyway shout out to uh, those lovely creatures um, and of course shout out to the UK and US fans we saw the US fan recently drove out to Missouri Pat that was fun stopped off in Ohio stayed with um, Roma Collectibles Aaron Dietrich um, and wow. Sarah that was nice. fun and Kiwi um had a great time and then on the way back uh, again stayed with the, the that crew but it was like eight hours to 12 and a half hours to well 13 hours to Ohio then eight hours to Missouri and then on the way back it was eight hours to Ohio and then another 13 hours back to Rhode Island it was an absolute beast of a journey but anyway drove it killed it amazing um and massive shout out to everyone had a lovely break over the holiday uh, christmas and new year's everything was really nice and fun so uh yeah that was really cool so shout out to everyone uh and of course my uk fam too as well um and of course to brian Sauer for our amazing graphics um lovely stuff brian thank you so much we really appreciate our budo winter graphics for now we'll be we'll be into this winter theme for about six months by the sounds of things We've got snow coming very soon. How are you doing out
1: there? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I, I, From what I hear, there's going to be snow, a big storm tomorrow. So we'll see if I make it out to that comic shop or not.
0: Oh, I hope you do. Just for that, just to get into the Energon universe, Pat. Um, anyway, yeah, or Tap. No, you're Pat. Sorry, Tap's the other guy. Um, and that, then shout-out to Skeletron as well uh, for their been making some posts recently. Uh, test shot with the blast effects and robo-glow eyes. So that my God, I'm so excited for this bloody machine, man. It's gonna be insane. Um also six inch red shadows action figure tooling in process. That's also exciting. Um and it's also really cool to see the tooling at this stage as well, isn't it? I mean, I always kind of get interested to see how it like looks, and that is
1: kind of crazy. Yeah. All the, sure. Yeah. I wasn't sure if this stuff was gang molded or not. I kind of expected it to not be and it's not. So it's awesome to see though.
0: Yeah, little separate parts and everything. But anyway, very cool. Um and then of course Red Shadows figures shipped from factory in China. So phase B, they they uh, like if you remember a number of months back we gave like an update of their shipping progress and what was coming and when it was coming. So they're on track still for that. So that hasn't changed, which is great news. Um, like, hopefully that will, you know, stay as it is and we'll get everything as expected through um, all the way to the summer, I believe, um, in 2024. So very excited to start getting this stuff. Oh, my God, these figures, the vehicles. Oh my, it's just the craziest campaign. And I can't wait to have them ha- have it all in hand. Um, now, big shout out to Bob Breakin. He sent me a little 40-year anniversary RoboSkull book that he's thrown together. It's a little, like, anniversary. It's very cute. Uh, so I wanted to say thank you to Bob for sending that. Uh, that's brilliant. Uh, just lots of images there, all the classic images of uh, Bob at, you know, Palatoy and, like, all, like, you know, kind of, like, um, what, do you, what do you call it? Like, uh, pro, you know, images and, and concept drawings. And- Is that something that can be purchased? Uh, okay. not anymore, unfortunately. He did a very limited run of these little kind of cute little books. But I'll um I'll take pictures for you, Pat, and send them your way and then you can at least see it in that sense. Okay. It's, only, it's okay. only a little book. It's like it's like a, it's almost like kind of one that, it reminds me of one of those little penguin books that we used to get, which um what did you I think you guys had them as well, like the little Transformers books and you know like the Yeah, like
1: of, Listen and find Lady Ladybird. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Ladybird was not in the United States either.
0: Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, exactly that kind of thing, that listen and fun vibe, uh, definitely. Um, But obviously square. But anyway, really cool. Thank you, Bob. Awesome stuff. Um, And yeah, it was like a 40 year, 40th kind of like little thing he did just for the 40th year celebration. Anyway, um, including, I should also say, my Palatoy storybook is in, it has been delivered, but it's at our old um, uh, apartment. So I've got to pick that up later. I just picked up 3D Joe's, Carson's amazing book, but it's in the car, and it's still in the box, and it's the heaviest box ever. I can't wait to open that bad boy, but we'll we'll have to talk about that next week, Pat, if you're cool with that.
1: Sounds good. Have you got yours yet? No. Uh, on Tuesday, it said that it would be delivered Thursday. I think I checked Wednesday, and it said it'd be delivered Thursday, and then on Thursday, it said, oh, we delivered that on Tuesday, but you know, it showed up at my parents' house, so I, I don't really understand why the shipping was showing some weird stuff, uh, but apparently it's fine. I just don't have it in hand. Uh,
0: well, hopefully when you get it, we hopefully you'll get it this week at least maybe. Yeah, I think, it. I, will. yeah. I think it will. Cool. We'll talk about it next week because it'll be definitely one that we want to kind of get involved in, maybe in the shout outs, but it's really cool. Right then. Thank you so much for joining us for this ever so slightly over. We went eight minutes over. My bad. Uh, <laughs> we tried to keep it to an hour, but I'm crap at that. Uh, thank you to all our listeners, to all our viewers, to everybody that supports the show and all of you guys in the comments. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute blast. Happy New Year to everybody. Pat, thank you very much, mate, for jumping on as always, buddy. Yep. It's always uh, fun. I appreciate being on. Absolutely. it's It's been quite, it has been oddly fast though. We've done well, but um, yeah, we'll we'll give you a proper long next week. How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay, brilliant! Uh, thanks, guys. Take it easy. Stay fresh cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do. One, two, three. Full, Full force. Force. See ya. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing, and commenting on these videos. And as always, you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at TheFullForce, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash TheFullForce. We've also added a brand new Instagram, so check us out there as well, at TheFullForce Podcast. And if you would like to contact the show, you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page, so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos, or in Enjoy exclusive bonus content, then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in. Full force.